What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Live Locks, presented by Scores and Odds. If you haven't checked it out already, just making bad life choices, going over to scoresandodds.com, where you got picks from me, Meansy, this piece of crap right here. Plus, you get access to our nice little prop shopping tool, where you can see exactly what we have projected for each individual prop. Plus, where the best lines at, and most importantly, you get access to Grant's Action Lounge. What is Grant's Action Lounge? Well, it's my Discord, where I'm throwing in all my picks each and every day, so you can get them in before the lines end up moving. Just go to scoresandodds.com backslash... I can't remember. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Discord. Oh, man. Just full on. You, full I, feel like on. I, up, I feel like I can wake you up in the middle of the night, like three in the morning, and like say, give me your opening to scores and odds. And I think you can do that. I, I'm shocked you stumbled there. It's a Friday, so we're grading the curve, I suppose. I mean, it, it's just because my mind got distracted. Someone asked me, do you use units when betting, or how do you decide how much to bet? Um, if you watch the show, I bet what they will let me bet. <laughs> that's that's how much I bet is how much the websites will let me bet. Um, it could be anywhere from some of them down to five dollars, some all the way up to five hundred dollars over on Caesars. Which why Caesars has not cut me off? I have no idea. Yeah, says on this show I'm only up seven k, but realistically I'm up like fifty. Um, that's beside the point. We got we got betting, Daniel. How are you doing? Yeah, today? Um, licking my wounds after yesterday. You know, we, we take our victory laps when we get them, but uh, not a good day for your boy, uh, the Bucks. Uh, man, I the, I can't believe that the, the amongst the starters for the Bucks, I believe Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton were the fourth and fifth leading scorers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, who, was, who was number just, three? It was Brolo. It was Portis, and who was third? Grayson Allen. Oh, yeah. They all scored more than Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, possibly combined. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, was, uh, was, that was rough. I mean, I was on the Bridges altovers, and oh, then it came out yeah. that, like, they they were just going to F me. Um, played, played the entire first quarter, and everyone's like, oh, maybe he'll get there. I'm like, I don't think he's coming back in. And sure enough, he did not come back in. Um Explain I mean, that luckily, one, man, because I know it's a different show and whatever. And, like, you know, obviously there's nothing you can do on that one. And that news came out. It, the news came out in Bridges that the, the coach basically said he's probably not going to play his normal minutes, which, like, they clearly had a plan. Their plan was he's going to play the first quarter, and that's that. He didn't even come out for the start of the second half. The start of the second half, they started with five scrubs. Um, also weird that, like, they didn't give Cam Thomas a good bit of run. Like, he got – a reasonable amount of run, but like Patty Mills played 30 plus minutes and a couple of their G League guys were playing a ton of minutes. The whole thing was strange. But like if you're gonna sit guys and they gave guys fake injuries yesterday, they gave them some rest too. Like some actually might be beat up a little bit, but like Claxton and Denwitie, uh Cam Thomas all sat. Why would you not just sit bridges? Like, what's the point? What do you get out of playing him 12 minutes? No more, no less. That was the plan. What is the point of that? I I, I don't understand. Just sit everyone. Give everybody yeah. a day. Why not? I mean, and, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm, I'm checking. Do the Nets actually own the their 2023 pick? I'm not sure. Um, I, be, I mean, they're currently, I believe, in the sixth spot for what it's worth as far as the playoffs. Um, I think that's what they're at right now. Yeah, they're currently in the sixth. They have a couple of games on Miami. Miami in the seven. They have a couple of games uh, be, they're a couple games behind New York. Um, so as of right now, they're pretty well into the sixth spot. Six, 
is distinctly better than seven um, because, of course, seven is when the play-in nonsense starts. I mean, the other part of it, of course, is like maybe they're realistic and they realize we're not going anywhere. Like we're not going to beat Milwaukee or Boston or Philadelphia or Cleveland, whoever they play in the first round. They're going to get walloped. That's just how it's going to go. They might put up a fight. There's some good defensive players there, but they're just outgunned. That's just how it goes. Um, you're, you're, you're suggesting that they can fall back. They can't fall out of the playoffs. Well, I mean, they can fall out of the play-in stuff, I guess. Let's see. There's six games in front of Washington who's in the 10 spot. So they're just sort of a no-man's land, if, if that's the thought process. I believe last night was the start of three and four and three and four nights. Uh, today, of course, is the back half of a back-to-back, and I, I, want, I want to say they play on Sunday as well. So I assume that's when, what inspired it. But again, if you're going to map out, like, okay, let's rest some of our players – how is like the optimal strategy? Let's play, let's rest three of our guys and let's play our best player 12 minutes. Why? I, okay. I I'm, I'm, that, that's my rant. I, I, I don't get it. it. Please explain it to me. I mean, Bridges is on the longest active streak of most consecutive played games. So that's why, but why uh, play him 12 minutes? Why not play him nine minutes? So that that's the thought process behind Bridges. All the other normal starters got rested um, fully, but Bridges, played that that's the reason why but i don't know it, it, i'm going right back to the wall tonight but let's just go ahead and get right into picks um yeah. first off we got portland versus philly i keep hitting maxi overs and i keep making money i'm not stopping now it's already moved to 21 and a half over at FanDuel, which is generally a good indicator that the line's a little bit too low minus 115 on over 20 and a half at DraftKings. we currently have them projected for 22.63 um, it's moved to minus 135 over on DK. Now you can still get it at minus 115 at MGM. So that's good. Um, but yeah, Maxi, Maxi is playing close to 40 minutes every night. It's a solid matchup versus Portland. Philly has a massive implied team total. I, I'm rolling with Maxi's over. Yeah, I like it. Um, he's the one guy that can actually, you know, usurp usage in a particular game over. Uh, James Harden and over Embiid, or at least close to and compete with you, those guys. As far as the rest of the team, everybody else is pretty passive. Um, yeah, I like that call. And like you said, Maxi, we're projecting him for 36 minutes tonight. Uh, pretty tight rotations out of Philadelphia these days. And, you know, he's in the starting lineup. I don't assume that's changing anytime soon. Um, for sure. He's, he's going to be shooting a fair bit. Simmons might come back. And the other uh, Simons, uh, Anderson, geez, what? Anderson Simmons, that's a baseball player. Anthony Simons. <laughs> And pretty Simons. <laughs> I'm watching baseball. I'm excited about baseball season coming around the corner. And I don't know why I'm thinking of the, the shortstop, Anderson Simmons, who I'm not even sure if he's still in baseball or still on a team. I think he's playing somewhere in the World Baseball Classic, though. Maybe that's where I saw the name. But, uh, yeah, derailing the show. I apologize. Um, but, yeah, I, I like that. Maxie can absolutely put 30 points in the bucket, and I like those alts. And like you said, the numbers has been creeping up a bit. I don't love a lot in this slate. This slate is pretty gross. It's really short, too. Only six games for a Friday night, which is kind of thin. But um, I do like that wager. Yeah. And then on the other side, I have Dame over 32 and a half points. I got at minus 120 over at Bet Maverick, which is a real, real place. <laughs> um, you can still you can get it at 33.5. I still don't mind it at that. I mean, it's a high line. But Dame has been fantastic. I mean, Simon's coming back. Could end up... Uh, help him. Eating into his usage a little bit, but Dame's Dame's gonna shoot. Dame's gonna shoot the ball. He's gonna shoot the ball a lot. I mean, he didn't hit in the last game, but that was a complete blowout. He would have hit otherwise. 
he's hit the over at this number in four of the last five, something like that. Um, three of the last five. I, I, he's just on. He's just got to keep shooting. And if this game stays close, he gets the over. It's that simple. Yeah, you you have to assume the game is somewhat close. And what we're looking at like a ten point line or so right now. It's because Dame is doing his thing. It's most likely not because Matisse Thibel is making a bunch of threes. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind it. But it is worth noting the uh, Anthony Simons is currently questionable. We haven't seen him in a while. So I assume if he comes back, he's probably on some sort of minutes limit. Um, he would also, I would imagine, hurt Cam Reddish, who's been playing really well for what it's worth. Uh, um, you know, late round bloomer, whatever you want to call it. He's former lottery pick. I was drawing DMP CDs with New York uh, and Atlanta, uh, his third team in, I think, a calendar year, I want to say. It feels like it. Um, he's been playing really, really well uh, in his absence, and I guess that Simons would hurt him most directly. If you're considering Reddish, I would hold off of that because Simons may come back tonight. Um, that's all I got for you as far as this game. Yep, and something to note if you're in Colorado, Sports Illustrated Sportsbook, you can still get Lillard over 32 and a half at minus 118. Um, they're pretty slow in the lines. They – they have they have full on bandy. Um, I can't even get two hundred dollars down on a spread bet, which is how how you know you're just like spread bets. If they're not letting you get two hundred dollars down, you're just you're just done for there. Why um, why can't you get a spread bet? That's so weird. That's yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I I don't even think I made money on that site. It's just my closing line <laughs> value on every bet was just through the fudge and roof. Um, uh huh. So it is what it is. Uh, luckily, I have a buddy who can play on Sports Illustrated. So I might be sending bets his way. Let's put it that way. Um, next go. game, we got Atlanta going up against Washington. I've got nothing. I don't mind the Trey Young over PRA. It's not bad. I don't mind Kuzma over three and a half assists. It's solid. I don't mind Porzingis under two and a half three pointers made. It's all right. But I have I nothing's worth it enough to me here. Uh, two teams that are fully healthy. You look at their injury report, there's nothing, which is interesting, right? Atlanta and Washington, this time of year, is usually somebody kind of beat up, somebody that's questionable. Nope. Uh, both teams, as of right now, are fully healthy, and it is also worth noting this is a rematch of a game that went down on Wednesday. Uh, surprisingly, Trey Young, I think, only took like 14 shots, but he was super efficient. Uh, if he does shoot a little bit more, I think there's some, some room to grow on that. Porzingis was awesome in that game, too, but I, I kind of agree with you too. I think this this game is sort of fine. I don't have any I don't have any real leans. Like there's nothing that's standing out to me. It's nothing I feel like I have to grab. But um, yeah, it's uh, John Collins. Interesting. He got he got a little bit extended run of late, uh, and in that last game, him and Sadiq Bay have been kind of battling for the close uh, as far as the fifth man in for Atlanta. Uh, we did. I think Collins won out last time. Just I thought that was interesting because John Collins has been. Kind of horrific this year. Not very good. You know, it's been a couple of years. Like every year they're threatening to trade him and he wants a lot of money. You know, I, whatever. Sure. Why not? I understand. But it feels like his value has plummeted in the last year or two. Um, new coach there, obviously, for Atlanta. We did see Collins get the close. I don't know if he's going to close tonight. Same matchup. So maybe he does. But just and the lines uh, have adjusted. It was at nine and a half the other night. And I hit the over at nine and a half and it smashed, obviously. I think at eight in the first quarter. Um, but it's all the way up to 11 and a half. Uncertainty about his minutes, you're right. So I'm staying away. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, uh, go ahead. I got nothing in Cleveland, Miami. This is, I, I think, mean, the again, least amount of bets I've had per game on <laughs> any of these shows. 
this is so there are six games tonight two of the six games are rematches from games that happened on wednesday um this is the other one miami versus cleveland miami and cleveland as far as pace this year they are two of the three slowest teams uh 96 possessions for cleveland 96 and a little bit higher decimal point for miami they played that game on wednesday uh it played at a pace of i believe 94. So the matchup, not surprisingly, the matchup between Cleveland and Miami would have been the very clearly, like if that was extrapolated over the entire season, the lowest pace, you know, that was a, a, a for the entire year. Uh, it's two. It was two possessions lower than where Cleveland at is at, and Cleveland, of course, is the lowest in the uh, the league. It's a, uh, you know, two good defensive teams as well. Cleveland, the best defensive team. Miami, I believe, is number seven as of right now as far as defensive efficiency. Uh, it's it's hard to get uh, the overs. Um, Cleveland did play a really tight rotation. They are going to play a tight rotation. You have that Kevin Love. Uh, you know, he had his revenge game, his first blood revenge game, kind of uneventful. I believe he went eight for eight. I don't think he closed either. Uh, one thing to monitor, of course, is that Garland uh, is questionable. And I, I don't know if there's any, there's probably nothing out there as far as props on Cleveland anyway, because that would be a huge domino effect. Karis Levert, I presume, would draw the start, and he would be there you know, for are Daily props out on Cleveland. I almost hit the over on Mitchell. Points minus 110 at 27 and a half uh, over at MGM is still not a bad bet. I can't bet at MGM and I'm not taking it minus 125. So if you want to bet that, I'm, I'm fine with that. If you have MGM and you're not limited there, I don't hate that bet. Wait, I'm sorry. You said there are lines out there in Cleveland right now? Yep. Garland wasn't at shoot around either. So, like, there's a, I mean, there's a chance. I think there's a decent chance. You never really know, obviously. Uh, it is, I think it was a midday downgrade. Uh, That's generally a bad yeah. sign. I want to say that that news dropped. Uh, let's see. It's a quad, which, you know, quads you don't really want to push as a general rule. Didn't go through a shoot around. Uh, yeah, he has the quad as of two hours ago. Just, I think if you can get some Cleveland overs, I mean, obviously, again, the matchup's not great, but more usage, more shots will be delegated Mitchell's way. If you can somehow get Levert, which I can't imagine you can get Levert props right now, but if they're anywhere near his season average, I think it's an interesting – or just like a ladder. You could do a ladder of some sort. But, again, I don't think that's anywhere available right now. It wouldn't make any sense. But that's yeah. that's all I got for you. First to 100 wins in this game. If anybody gets to 100, you win. Yep. Um, Brooklyn, Minnesota. Like I said, a whole bunch of nonsense going on last night. Um, I'm, I'm rolling with Bridges over. 24 and a half. Plus 100 at Bet Fred, you can get a minus 105 in most other places. I, I He's just been so good. I have to assume he's getting a full complement of minutes, and I have to assume he's going to be the usage guy like he has been almost every night. 30 points in what games where he's actually played a full complement of minutes for the last five. I don't hate the alt overs. I'm rolling with his regular over because I'm scarred from last night and much poorer. <laughs> um, I'm rolling with that. And then I also have the under of Conley, 11 and a half points, minus 115 at DK. 27.8% usage for Bridges, uh, his new role here in Brooklyn, coming from Phoenix, where he was, what, third or fourth guy on the court as far as usage. And he stepped up. He's been fabulous. Um, yeah. I, and Minnesota this season, top five team as far as pace. Uh, so, you know, going to get a few extra shots up as well. And, we're assuming that goofiness will not happen as far as Brooklyn. Um, you never know. They do have a lot of guys that are like professional basketball players that they can, you know, just sort of work in their rotation. 
but he by default, if you want to say it, but Bridges is their alpha. I think Dinwiddie's interesting too, but um, and then uh, you know obviously they have a bunch of like three and D three and D guys like Royce O'Neal and DFS Dorian Finney Smith. Uh, I assume Claxton's going to come back tonight as well. Cam Johnson missed yesterday, and you know the G League guys that played yesterday, you cannot imagine unless something really really goofy happens. They might even send them back for all I know. Uh, maybe they're still lurking. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I think they might have sent them back down to the G League. But man, that was a lesson learned with Brooklyn. <laughs> and you're right, yeah. but that's a good call as far as bridges. I didn't realize. I was thinking Looney was the guy with the biggest uh, extension uh, extension streak as far as games played. I think he's there, but I think Bridges is the number one guy in the league, and that that makes total sense. Like Bridges probably said, "Let me get some run just so I can, you know, keep this thing going." Their agent, something. Some people care about such things, and you know, sure, there, there's something to be said for durability. It is a you know a nice thing to have, especially they're not going anywhere. So, like risking injury for twelve minutes, not really a big deal. I guess, yeah, I, that 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 kind of makes sense now. The Bridges thing, like, you know, it's. Silly, but I understand why it happened now. That, that, that's a good answer you gave me, so I'm satisfied. Yep. Uh, next game, Denver versus San Antonio. Denver, one of the best teams in the league, going up against San Antonio, one of the worst with the worst defense. Um, worried about a blowout here, but I, I still think these lines are too good. MPJ over 16.5 points, minus 117. CS minus 115 over at DK. Jokic over 22.5 points, minus 115 at Betway. I think he has a slash DK. I think he has a big game. And then one of my favorite bets, Sochan, over 11 and a half points. You can get this at minus 115 at Betley, I guess someone told me. Um, but other than that, minus 115 or minus 125 now, it looks like, at FanDuel. If you want, you can take it at 12 and a half. Um, you can get the over at minus 109 over at Caesars. Sochan's been fantastic recently. Been hitting this over a pretty consistent clip. I think four straight, five straight. I'm rolling with that over, but MPJ has been 20 plus in like five of the last seven games. Jokic hasn't been hitting this, but it's against San Antonio. Who's going to stop him? Um, Zach Collins, probably not. No, I don't think so. Um, Gorgie Jang, probably not going to get any run at all. Charles Bassey, the backup five. No, I don't think anybody's going to slow him down. Jokic has slowed down a little bit since the All-Star breaks. So for what it's worth, I saw Andy. Uh, Andy Means writing about that in the uh, Rotor Grinders expert survey. Um, you know, obviously he's still spectacular. The matchup is great. You mentioned San Antonio being the worst defensive team in the league. Uh, that is true, according to uh, yeah defensive efficiency. They're distinctly worse than even Houston. Um, they're they're worse by uh, almost a point and a half. Uh, and then pace wise, they play fast too. So they're they're top seven in pace on the season. Of course, Denver. Um, you know, not especially fast. Most of their games they play are up in pace. And you mentioned the potential blowout. The thing that kind of keeps Denver from blowing teams out is their second unit stinks. So, like, whenever they're ahead by 15 or 20, they seem to just sort of give those back uh, just enough to bring back Jokic. And I know what is a 13-point line on the road. You know, that's that's a really good sign that a team is terrible if you're getting 13 at home. Uh, San Antonio is, I, I want to say, about as healthy as they've been in a while, right? Like even McDermott's available, Sohan's available. By the way, Sohan, it rhymes with Zoan. Remember Zoan, your favorite Adam Sandler movie? There you go. Um, it's a good one. And Trey What's that? It's a good movie. I feel like you'd like it. I don't know if it's your top five or top three Sandler movie, but, you know, I, I figure that's a, something right. It's right up your alley. 
Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Denver kind of like plays down a competition and wins this game by like 12 or something like that. Or I guess 12 was in the right, like by six, but it's like a five point game with five minutes to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got absolutely nothing in the Lakers game. I mean, I've thought about hitting and I still don't hate, um, total over 24 and a half PRA, uh, probably going to need some extended run with Vanderbilt and Davis in there. And I don't hate Beasley over 12 and a half points. It's not a terrible line. I know he hasn't been hitting that, but he should get the usage. Not an awful line. Uh, how much does it hurt Beasley that Russell's coming back tonight? Hurts him a little bit, but um, it's, it's 12 and a half is still not a bad line. You mentioned Pirtle. Pirtle played 32 minutes versus Denver. You know, big boy on the other side and, and Jokic. Um, he, they might have a match minutes with Davis, right? Uh, I, I think he's interesting, you know, and, and then they, for whatever reason, went out and traded for Pirtle and maybe they'll sign him in the off season and extend them. I don't totally get it, but, uh, they like him is the point. And then they're giving him some run, uh, played what 30 plus minutes and three of his last four. I, I, I think he's interesting. Uh, I don't know if the numbers are fully adjusted to it. I wouldn't say the matchup's great. Of course, there's some potential foul trouble with Davis on the other side. I like Freddie a little bit, FVV. I thought about uh, hitting his over 20 and a half points. Did you happen to catch his rant the other night by chance? No. Yeah, they played against the Clippers. And, yeah, obviously they, they didn't travel. They've been in L.A. Playing against the Clippers a couple days ago, you know, staying in the same arena here. And he was not happy with the ref. Uh, got a technical – and he, it was really, really good. Like, he got his money's worth. They only fined him 30 k. I thought they might suspend him. He was basically saying that this guy's got, like, a vendetta against him, cursing about it. It was It's worth checking out. And uh, I think we got a bounce-back game from Freddie here uh, against against the Lakers. The Lakers, of course, play really fast. I think they're the fastest-paced team in the last 15 games, looking at that before the show. They good defensively of late to the Lakers, for what it's worth. But, you know, it balances out and you know, more possessions. And, of course, Toronto – is you know they're, they're still jockeying they're, they're still playing that they're they're doing the they're currently in the nine spot ideally i'm sure they'd, they'd want to move up to the seven uh, they probably can't get to the six they're five games behind brooklyn but uh the seven spot you would host a playing game so i think they would be uh they're still trying it's kind of the point despite the fact that again they're a lame duck team eventually they're going to get caught by somebody but uh the efforts there and you're going to give me 36 37 38 potentially minutes against the lakers I think Freddie bounces back tonight. So, you know, he's one of my – on a slate where there's just not a lot to love, he's one of my favorite players this evening. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> all I got. Ugly slate. It's really bad. Yeah. Is what it is. That's all we got. Anything before we get on out of here? <laughs> I got nothing else, Grant. Um yeah, I, I just uh, – I mean, I've, I've been looking at this slate for the last couple of hours, and I'm trying to, like, find something I like or even love or, you know, it's it's not a lot. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty gross. Things might change. Stay tuned. It's the association. The big one, of course, uh, Karis LeVert possibly can become, become a thing for Cleveland if we get Garland ruled out. And like you said, if you can bet Mitchell overs right now, that's probably interesting. Um, but there is a risk reward to it. Of course, the matchup is bad, but if Garland doesn't go, we could see, you know, Mitchell just get all the usage. Yep. And again, 
if you have MGM, you're not limited there, then minus 115 on over 27 and a half. Not a bad bet. Well, that's the show. That's it. Back again Monday. We're out of here. Fire kids! <laughs>